All right, one more show up here in Boston in the new Staples Connect Studios for Podcast Me Anything. I am joined today by Karen Yankovich. You can learn more about her at karenyankovich.com. She's a podcast, Good Girls Make Money. Good Girls Get Rich. Good Girls Get Rich, even better. (laughs) (laughs) Who wants to make money when you can get rich? Karen and I go back a couple of years. We first met at MapCon, now Independent Podcast Conference, and we've seen each other at a couple other events in the meantime. Karen is a LinkedIn expert, and so I thought this would be a great opportunity to talk about podcasters and using that platform to grow their show. There was some research that came out earlier this year, and it turns out lots and lots of people are seeing a spike in growth in their podcast because of LinkedIn. And so, I mean, it's kind of obvious why a lot of us are doing professional podcasts. And so if you're doing professional content, you should be on the professional platform, but you know, it's not enough just to post there. You've got to sort of know the ins and outs of all these platforms and how to do it right. And so who better to talk to about LinkedIn and how to do it right than the LinkedIn expert. And of course, we'll put a link to Karen and her website and her podcast in the show notes. But Karen, thanks for joining me us on podcast. Thanks for joining me. And I guess all of us listening on podcast be anything. I'm so happy to be here. This is so fun. It is fun. You, we were, ju- we just did a live stream on your LinkedIn page Yep. while recording an episode for your podcast. Mm-hmm. We are up in Boston but we're both from Jersey. So we each had to travel <laughs> almost 400 miles just to get together to do this. Right, we, I don't know. Well, we actually have met New Jersey at the MapCon conferences. I was like, every time I've met you, it's not, we're not in New Jersey, but we were at MapCon. Yeah. This seems to happen to me a lot where I'm, I have to go, you know, a thousand miles to Florida to see people who live down the street from here or something like that. But all right. All that being said, LinkedIn. So, I mean, the platform has been around for a long time and I think personally, I'm going to say like it was a okay platform. They have been making lots of improvements, lots of strides. I think, you know, since they were taken over by Microsoft, things have definitely improved dramatically. But what are today's 2020 best practices? How does one, especially a podcaster, use LinkedIn to grow their show and, you know, essentially grow their brand? Oh, such a good question. Well, I will and say- maybe too broad of a no, question. No, 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 no. I will say, so to start with, I will say like a little bit of a fist bump to podcasters because just yesterday I was doing a Zoom screen share. And when I work with my clients privately, I help them go into LinkedIn Sales Navigator, which is a paid tool. And I was pulling up a search and I was looking at, of like, let's say, let's say the search had 200 people. And then there's a way to narrow it down by people active on LinkedIn. And when I used podcasters as a parameter, I would say 75% of them had been active on LinkedIn. I was like, oh, I never see that. And I think that's a huge change in the last few years. Because if you look at it like an industry, like accountants or attorneys, it's nowhere near that. So I think podcasters are starting to recognize that LinkedIn is a place to build relationships. And that's really what podcasting is about, right? Like we, yes, we're by ourselves often in a room podcasting, but it's really about we're talking to other people. We want to bring on, you know, maybe guests or sponsors or, you know, we want to build relationships with people. We want people to listen, right? And that is a, it's a person to person kind of thing. I think it's like perfect together because what podcasting is, you're kind of talking at people, but LinkedIn gives you the opportunity to talk with them as well. I think that's a great way of putting it, the talking at versus talking with people. So one thing that I think comes up a lot is not just the frequency of posting, but how we post on LinkedIn. 
right? And like each one of these social networks has their own rules, right? Like Twitter, you've got to post a lot because it's fleeting and, you know, people pop in and out of there. And so if you post at seven in the morning, it's not going to necessarily show up at night unless there's been a lot of engagement. Facebook, if you post too often, then, you know, they're going to be like, ugh, enough of you already. And you're not going to show up in the algorithms. And then there's the stuff with the pages, whatever. What are some of those like best practices for using LinkedIn so that you are seen and you are not penalized or you don't risk yeah. running afoul of what they want. Well, you know, kind of like some of the other platforms, we don't really know what the algorithms are. So a lot of it does come down to keep an eye on your stats, right? Like if you routinely post something and whatever that you routinely post routinely doesn't get any engagement, stop doing that, right? So I know that that's not the expert answer, but it is a reality, right? That is the reality of posting on any network. But I will say that there's a couple things that I think LinkedIn does really well right now. And one of the things is video. LinkedIn has, and I know you're hearing this about a lot of platforms, but LinkedIn has really embraced video. And there's a couple different, well, let's just talk initially about like the two different ways you can post. If you post on the LinkedIn wall, kind of like you're posting on the Facebook wall, right? Like Facebook, like Twitter, it's kind of fleeting, right? So you don't want to post a ton because it isn't Twitter, but you have to also understand that it is going to disappear when the wall gets filled with other people's things or new things that you've posted. But there's also the ability to create an article and that while it may not get as much engagement day one that maybe your post on the wall would get, it lives on your profile forever. So as a podcaster, you can do both. I do both. And what I mean by that is, so posting on the wall, and we'll talk about like the different ways you can do that, is like a Facebook post or a Twitter post. It's just a post, right? It could be a graphic, a video, a link to something text, else, right? a link, right? But the article, what I, basically with an article, you're like a, kind of doing like a mini blog post. So one of the things that I do, and I will tell you that I am not perfect at this and I'm trying to catch up a little bit, but presumably every week I would go onto LinkedIn and, and I would let it go live on my website for about a month first right? Let it go live for about a month first, my podcast, the show notes, all the stuff with my podcast. But then about a month later, I will literally copy and paste that into an article on LinkedIn. It does not allow me to give the audio. There's no option to upload and play the audio, right? And there's no audio player built in, which I wish there was, but there's not. So there's a couple of things you can do. You could put a link, obviously, to the full episode, right? And say, click here to listen to the full episode. And then this is where the two worlds, the two different kinds of posts collide. What I've been doing is going back to, so I'm going to put that on pause for a second and go back to the regular posts, right? If you go onto LinkedIn, let's say you and I are connected and you see I've got a link to this week's podcast, it might really sound interesting, but are you really going to stop what you're doing and click that link and listen to my podcast right then and there? The user experience of that is not, it's just not likely going to happen. You know, it's not likely to happen that we're going to do that. So one of the things that I started doing is uploading native video to LinkedIn of a podcast recap. So LinkedIn allows you to upload under 10 minute videos. So let's just say it's five minutes or eight minutes. Instead of like putting like a YouTube link to your whole episode, which is another whole thing that I'm not qualified to really speak to. What you could do is either go on Facebook Live or just record a, you know, on your phone or on your computer, a five minute or an eight minute recap of your podcast, caption it, because now when I'm scrolling down the LinkedIn wall, I see it's only a couple minutes long. I see the captions. I can stop and listen. I can stop and read the captions for a couple minutes. And if I'm intrigued by what you're saying, now I might grab my phone and download that on my app to listen to later, right? And then there, now you have a 10 or let's say you have a five minute video. Now, if you want to, you can take that video, upload it to YouTube and put the YouTube video on the article page. Here's the recap. 
Here's a link to listen to the whole episode. Here's the show notes. And it's giving you another home for this content that you worked so hard to create in the first place. So that there's like two different strategies around that. Don't get hung up on getting perfect with all of these things, but that video, that native video is really valuable. And I want to talk about that for a second. I had a, a prospect one time who had somebody that they were, was doing their LinkedIn for them. They had some ungodly number of contacts unnecessarily, right? Like it was just silly. And he's like, my videos are getting 10,000 views. I was like, they are like, that's crazy. Let me see. So I made him screen share with me and sure enough, you know, he's like, you look at LinkedIn and it said, you know, 7,000 views. So I said, and it was a YouTube video. I said, do me a favor, take me to YouTube. Like while we're screen sharing, take me to YouTube. I want to see how many YouTube, how many plays YouTube is saying there was of this video. And YouTube was saying there was four. <laughs> like I kid you not, it was single digits. So I was like, this, what's happening is people are scrolling past it and LinkedIn is saying it was a view, right? But nobody actually stopped and listened to it. You're doing all this work, but nobody's watching the video. If you caption it and you make them short enough and you make them native video, it means they're playing in the feed. People will, it's not like they have to click and watch the YouTube video. It's playing in the feed as people scroll. So it's a scroll stopper, right? You want to have those. So that's why it needs to be native video, meaning you record the video and you upload the video kind of like a picture that you took on your phone. And then LinkedIn does, and this is a kind of a little known fact. Once you upload that native video, you'll see that there's a little pencil there where you can edit that post. And when you click that little pencil, it'll say, would you like to upload an SRT file, which is the caption file. So if you get that file captioned separately, now you can upload that and now you have the caption caption file that will be in the feed when people are scrolling. And that's a great way to get attention to your podcast over just expecting people to click, which is an unnatural behavior to listen to an entire podcast when they're sitting on LinkedIn doing something else. And by the way, if you upload that video to YouTube first and you wait a couple of days, typically they'll auto-generate a caption. You can download the SRT from YouTube and then upload it to LinkedIn. Perfect. Perfect. That's even better. I barely have enough time in my schedule to remember to do it the first time. I'll use like rev.com or something where you pay a dollar a minute. And you have to keep an eye on the captions because the captions might, you know, say something horrible that you didn't say that it thought you said, right? <laughs> So you want to keep an eye on it. But if it's a five minute video, it's a couple bucks. Or as Matt said, you can wait a couple days and and then download the captioned video from YouTube. That's a great tip. What about connecting with people on LinkedIn? So I've been recently, I feel like I've been getting a ton of messages from people. They connect and then they immediately send me an email saying that they want to, you know, get launched, schedule this, schedule that. I'm like, as soon as I see that, my BS meter goes off and I go, yeah. Ugh, what are you selling me? Yeah. But I feel like it also works. So what's the line? So here's the thing, Matt. If you throw enough spaghetti against the wall, something's going to stick. Okay. Karen's Italian, by the way. That's why spaghetti was the reference. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. If you do, right? So if you throw enough spaghetti against the wall, something's going to stick. So does it work? Yes. But how much time and effort are you putting in to connect with 200 people to get one client? And how many people are you annoying to connect with these 200 people to get one client, right? So people say, it works. I got a client. But how much time are you spending? And you've got this crazy, complicated process to do it. Plus, I would like to say that you're probably seeing less of it now than you maybe saw a month or two or even six months ago, because LinkedIn is really cracking down hard on tools that allowed people to do that automatically. automatically so right, yeah. they're detecting these Chrome plugins and they're shutting you down as they should. So it's happening less. I personally think that if you connect with somebody, listen, if somebody connects with me, I say yes, because the, the digital marketing means you want to be visible, right? Like, well, and you don't know why they're connecting, but right? that's like, okay. But no, no, but I'm saying like, it might be 
They want to connect with right. you so that they can then message you to actually get in touch. Maybe exactly. they said LinkedIn expert. I right. need that. Exactly. And, you know, we put all this time and money into digital marketing. It means people that don't know us, that we don't know, know us, right? So it's okay to accept them. But if you accept a connection request and they immediately start spamming you with buy this or, you know, how come you haven't answered my message yet? Unconnect, you know, unconnect. You know, and I will say too, man, I'm not going to call you out on this map, but I will ask you to think of her a second and say, if that's all that's in your inbox, it probably means that you're not initiating actual conversations with other people. Because if you start initiating conversations and connecting with people you really want to talk to, and then literally looking to get on the phone or build actual relationships with those people, your inbox becomes pretty freaking valuable. My LinkedIn inbox right now is more valuable to me than my actual inbox because that's where all my business is. So if all you've got in there is spam, it probably means you're not doing much, do, doing much outreach. You know, it's fair that you say that. It's funny, like my business started pretty early because mm -hmm. of a few LinkedIn connections and because of my profile and has since I'm not very good at engaging on LinkedIn and not just do I post enough, but literally what I'm noticing lately is that when I do go on LinkedIn is that I'm being exposed to more stuff because for example, if you like something, if you comment on something, I'm seeing Karen like this. And now yeah, I'm no. taken to content that I never would have seen because I'm not connected to that person directly. Or Karen commented here. And again, yeah. I'm taken to something that I never would have seen because I wasn't connected to that person in one way or another. So I think one, yes, I'm not doing a good enough job of starting conversations, but two, I'm not doing a good enough job of engaging. I get on there and yeah. I post stuff because I'm like, well, I've got, if I'm going to post something, right? Like I'm here in Boston at studios, let me post on LinkedIn and Twitter and Facebook and blah, blah, blah. So I post there, but I'm not spending enough time actually living on there. And I think that's where I'm yeah. probably coming up with the, you know, the shortfall here. Well, and I will say, I don't want it to be complicated. I tell people like, I want you to be connected with maybe five people a week. And some weeks it's going to be more and some weeks it's going to be none, but I want you to have a consistent connecting strategy. And that connecting strategy, there's almost never a reason to connect cold with people. Like one, an example, Matt, is you and I are both going to be speakers at PodFest Multimedia Expo in, in March of 2020. Anybody that's listening, that's going to be there, take the speaker list, look and see what talks you really think you're going to go to and connect with the speakers on LinkedIn ahead of time and say, Hey, I'm really look. I'm going to be at PodFest. I'm really looking to see your talk at PodFest. As a speaker that gets in front of thousands of people a year, that happens five times a year to me. Maybe not even. I'll remember you if you do that. And that's true relationship building. You're going to that conference. You might as well find a way to really leverage it and build relationships with people ahead of time before you even get there, right? So those are the kind of things I, I'm saying. It's not about like just building your network full of people you don't know. Think about what's coming up in the next few months and who's going to be at those things. What kinds of things are you expecting to do there? Start connecting with those people. You know, go to your local chamber of commerce, join your local chamber of commerce if you have to, to pay 200 bucks and join it. And then take that directory and cherry pick through the directory, the 10 people that you think could be really valuable to your business and connect with them and say, Hey, we're both members of this chamber. I'm a new member. Any tips for me, right? That's a warm connection or right? invite them on your podcast. Or invite them on your podcast, exactly. <laughs> or tell them you have a podcast, right? So, and by the way, if you have a podcast, hopefully you've got all that stuff on there. Like we're talking about podcast tips. Do you have an experience that says you're a podcast host? And do you talk about your podcast there? And, you know, do you let people know that you have a podcast and how they can listen to it and what kinds of things you talk about on it? Because as a podcast host, that gives you credibility and people want to connect with you and want to get to know you. Yeah, I think that's absolutely fantastic advice. The last thing I was going to ask you about is 
live video. So we just did a LinkedIn yeah. live video. I know they're making a, you know, it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Not everybody is allowed on LinkedIn live video. You have to ask, you have to be invited. I got denied three times before they approved me. So you just keep asking. So how do you, what's the strategy? How do you get on there? So first of all, if you want to get approved for LinkedIn live, just Google how do I get approved for LinkedIn Live? And it'll take you to a LinkedIn page that gives you a a link that you can click on. And one of the things it asks you, and and know this ahead of time, one of the things it asks you is, can you give us a link to a previous live stream that you've done? So it wants to see that you've done this before on other platforms. So make sure you've got something really good that you can link to, right? So do that homework first. So I'll click on this link when I'm doing the video that we did. Okay, great. (laughs) So it's going to ask you that. And again, I got denied three times. And I think that there's still plenty of people that are getting denied still. I'm not really sure. I never got something that said, hey, welcome to LinkedIn Live. I turned on my LinkedIn account one day and all of a sudden on the left-hand side was, do you want to broadcast live? Like it just was, it was there, just appeared. So I don't know how and why that happened. I suspect that I know somebody that might've put in a good word for me, but we'll see if that, I don't know if that's really the case, but the reality is they will roll it out to more people. And What's happening with LinkedIn Live is you're getting a lot more engagement at the time you're live, but they keep showing it to more people. So a live video, like the broadcast Matt and I just did, and I did no promo to that video. I didn't tell anybody I was doing it. I didn't broadcast it anywhere else. You didn't know we were going to do it. I, I just right. do it. I didn't last- like it was two it? seconds before <laughs> we did it. I'm like, sure, let's figure it out. So we had like 20 people on live, which I have 12,000 people on my Facebook page. I don't get 20 people on live ever. And I have a lot more people on Facebook than I have on LinkedIn. Same with Twitter, because I can also broadcast it live to Twitter. And I have like 120,000 Twitter followers. I don't get anywhere near that many people watching me live. So you get a lot more people watching you live, but they also continue to, to play it. So you know, one of the things you could do as a podcast host is, and this is something that I've also started doing, and I'm always messing with this stuff. So I'm like the shoemaker's children. I have all the good ideas and I test them first. And then sometimes I do them all consistently and sometimes I don't. I'll tell you what works. And one of the things that works is you can schedule, like say to your podcast guest when they're going to be live on your podcast, all right, your podcast is going live on Monday. Are you free Wednesday afternoon to do a quick LinkedIn live about the show that we did? And that could be your recap video, right? That could be your recap videos. And in that case, it doesn't have to be under 10 minutes. You can only upload up to 10 minutes native video on LinkedIn. But if you're doing a LinkedIn live, you can go longer. Now you just did a podcast with the person. You don't need to do another hour, right? Because you really want to, what you're looking to do is kind of intriguing, but you could go like a kind of like behind the scenes or after the show, like, you know how those, a lot of TV shows now have like after the show or behind the curtain kind of thing. You could do that for your podcast using LinkedIn live with your guest. So there's lots of cool things you can do with it. And by the way, a lot of these strategies are also just good podcast strategies in general. Yeah. So Karen Yankovich, KarenYankovich.com good girls get rich. If you're hearing this and it's before PodFest, she's doing a special workshop on using LinkedIn and networking and how to basically leverage your time at a conference to better yourself and your business. If you're down there and you are not going to some of the other micro conferences, or if you're hearing what Karen is saying, it's like, yeah, I need some of that. Get down there, sign up. If you haven't signed up yet, Get a ticket to Karen's. You already get a ticket to PodFest. If you're hearing this and you're a podcast producer or editor, check out the Podcast Editors Conference, also happening uh, the day before a podcast. Great group of folks who are talking and we'll be giving out a lot of insight about how to grow your business and you know monetize and, and do all sorts of great things. And in general, you know, 
Podfest in general is something great to check out. Also, independent podcast conference that will be happening in September. I think the speaker submissions are open or are opening soon. So take a look at that one. And in general, Karen, thank you for joining us here on Podcast Me Anything. Oh, I'm happy to be here. Connect with me on LinkedIn if you're hearing this and DM me if you have any questions and I'm happy to answer them. Don't spam her. Really DM. Like actually, actually engage. <laughs> right, right. Tell me you heard me on this podcast. <laughs>